Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're meant to drop Guru's grid number six this morning. We got a little bit held up though, so we thought we'd get stuck into it this afternoon and reveal the three answers to yesterday's Guru's grid. It is number six, number seven coming this uh, later tonight, so stay tuned for that. The three players we have got. Player one features a Manly Seagulls jersey, the old Pepsi jersey. In my opinion, one of the most iconic jerseys in Rugby League. I love the blue collar uh, on the Manly jersey, and I think Pepsi Pepsi is one of the most perfect sponsors on a jersey I've ever seen. I don't know what it is with that sort of dark blue color that fits so well with Manly Seagulls jerseys, but it's just perfect. Uh, going from one great jersey to another side with fantastic jerseys, we've got the New Zealand Warriors below that. The old school Warriors logo, the Vodafone sponsor, the Puma jersey, the white V on the blue, a pretty iconic sort of early 2000, late 90s uh, New Zealand Warriors jersey. And then, of course, the last one, we've got the Sydney Roost jersey, City Ford, Sydney Roost jersey. This one's an away jersey from the late 90s. Uh, City Ford, obviously the sleeve sponsor there, not the major sponsor like they were in the 1970s. You can actually see the old school Sydney Roosters logo as well, uh, the one that features the Harbour Bridge. In the background of that one, uh, one of the great logos of all time, that Roosters jersey there. Uh, the, the other thing about that logo, and I think it's still the same today, the uh, the top of the Roosters head, I, I don't even know what, what you call that stuff. The red stuff actually makes out uh, the Opera House. So uh, three pretty unique jerseys there. Three absolute crackers. The Roosters away jersey of the late 90s. Uh, the Manly Seagulls of the mid-90s. And, of course, the New Zealand Warriors. I'm going to say the early 2000s there. And, of course, this player, uh, you know him very, very well. Some of the younger generation might not have been able to get this one, but you know this guy inside out. You've probably heard more about him in the last few years than you did when he was playing. It is, of course, the Penrith Panthers coach, Ivan Cleary uh, was a very handy player himself. I think because he's gone on to be such a fantastic coach, we sort of forget 
just how much of a good player he was. You have a look through the career of Ivan Cleary. Made his debut for Manly. uh, Played in 1992 and 1993. Moved to the North Sydney Bears for two seasons in 94 and 95. And then, of course, made his move to the Roosters, then called Sydney City. Uh, So played for the Roosters from 1995 to 1999. A very, very talented player, Ivan Cleary. And then made the move uh, over to Auckland. Funnily enough, the Warriors... In the year 2000, they were called Auckland. 2001, they were the, the 2001, they were New Zealand. And 2002, it says they were just called the Warriors. A very handy goal kicker, Ivan Cleary. I'm having a look through his career now. Uh, you can see the first years, he kicked at about 70%. But then towards the back end, uh, he, he's sort of clicking at a high 70, low 80s uh, sort of range. So a very, very handy player, Ivan Cleary. A guy that didn't play rep football or anything like that. But, geez, a journeyman that just did a job everywhere he went. Uh, you can see he played 100 186 games of first grade, uh, scoring 64 tries, but he converted at 76%. Um, across a 10-year period, to be kicking at 76%, uh, that is a pretty handy number there. Scored over 1,000 points, 1,363. Was just about uh, the first-choice goal kicker at most places he was at, except, I would say, North Sydney, because uh, I think Jason Taylor would have been there during that period, goal kicking. So, pretty impressive career from I. Ivan Cleary, he's obviously gone on to probably achieve more as a coach. He's going to go down as one of the greatest coaches of all time, in my opinion. But it should also be noted he played 186 first grade games. Probably career highlight, I would say, uh, would be his final game of NRL, which of course ended in heartbreak. Uh, He was the fullback for the New Zealand Warriors uh, when they lost to the Sydney Roosters in the 2002 grand final, losing that one 30 points to eight. Ivan clicked kicked two from two goals in that one. Played played the vast majority of his career as a fullback. I personally think it was his best position. He could sort of play wing, could play a bit of center. I'm just going to get up his positions played. Uh, but fullback, he played 95 games there. Center, he played 82 at. Played a couple at 5'8 and one on the wing. So versatile as well. But in my opinion, uh, his best position was definitely fullback. I thought that's where he played his absolute best footy. So your first one was Ivan Cleary. That was player one of Guru's grid number six. Let's move to player number two. And I'm expecting you all should get one. This is a guy that I talk about quite a bit as a player. One of my favorites of all time and a very, very influential character. Uh, Ben Kennedy is player number two. Now, a lot of people wouldn't be aware that Ben Kennedy actually started his career at the Canberra Raiders. Uh, He played there 95 to 99. He's actually played a couple of years there, but it is sort of forgotten in his career, especially when I hear people talk nowadays. They sort of just recognize him as a Newcastle Knight and as a Manly Seagull because he had a lot of influence there, and that's probably what he's most remembered for. A guy that was a walk-up starter in the New South Wales Blues and the Kangaroos side for quite a period of time. How many uh, Kangaroos games did he play? 15 games for the Kangaroos. Ben Kennedy, an absolute gun. And for the New South Wales Blues, he played 13 games as well. Uh, A premiership winner in 2001 with the Newcastle Knights. Andrew Johns uh, got the Clive Churchill medal that night, but I'll tell you what, if they would have given it to Ben Kennedy in that game, uh, you wouldn't have got any pushback from me What? 
whatsoever. I think Joey deserved it, but Ben Kennedy, he's one of those guys that I think can consider himself unlucky not to get a Clive Churchill medal. When the biggest night came, he was tremendous. So started his career at the Canberra Raiders, made his way to the Newcastle Knights in the year 2000. What a signing it ended up being. 2001, they, of course, win the Premiership. He played 29 games that season, so I would assume that means that he played every single game throughout the year. And it should be noted, in that season, he scored 17 tries. Not a bad effort for a back rower. That is sort of David Fafita-esque sort of numbers. And the thing that stands out for me, as it always does with Ben Kennedy, he always used to save his best performances, his toughest performances for the biggest stages. You have a look. The quarterfinal, Newcastle won that against the Roosters, 40 points to 6. Ben Kennedy scored a try. The week after, they knocked over the Sharks, 18 points to 10. They scored three tries in that game. Ben Kennedy scored two of them in the prelim final. And then the grand final, they had the huge comeback. Uh, sorry, they, they led by a lot. Then Parramatta came back and Newcastle managed to hang on in that game, winning that, that one 30 points to 24. And Ben Kennedy scored another try. So come finals time, he scored three weeks in a row, four tries in the three biggest games of the Newcastle Knights season in 2001. And as I said, I personally think he can consider himself unlucky to have not won the Clive Churchill medal in 2001. He was incredible. You have a look through the rest of that season. On three occasions, well, on four occasions, he scored a double. And on one of those doubles, he actually went on to score a third uh, in a loss, funnily enough. I would love to know how many forwards have scored three tries in a loss. They went down to the West Tigers, 36 points to 32 that day. And Ben Kennedy scored three tries in a losing side. Pretty fucking impressive. Uh, So obviously, Newcastle, he had fantastic achievements there in 2001. I would argue they probably don't win that premiership. They don't win that grand final without BK. And then, of course, he makes the move to the Manly Seagulls. Now, the Seagulls are in a bit of a tough spot at the moment. Still sort of regrouping off the back of the Northern Eagles, debacle and whatnot. He arrives there in 2005. So he arrives there in 2005. Team that's sort of struggling. They're a little bit all over the place. Desi Hazel's the coach. He's sort of just come into coaching and whatnot. And it ends up to being one of the best signings uh, rugby league has ever seen. And I think it is sort of underappreciated by a lot of people out there. But you talk to people at the time, especially people that spend time in those manly sheds. Uh, and it's very evident very quickly just how important BK was. Uh, he was signed there as a culture guy. He, he was instructed to turn the culture around at the Manly Seagulls. So very similar to, I think, what you've seen Felice Cafusi and Jesse Bromwich. They were signed up there at the Dolphins to lay a foundation. And of course, Ben Kennedy spent two seasons there, had a huge influence. A lot of the young guys that came through, uh, you know, your Anthony Watmos, your Glenn Stewart, your Brent Kites, these sort of guys, all heavily influenced by Ben Kennedy. He was the experienced guy in that team who really came in and changed the attitude of that side. And a lot of those guys, especially those forwards that spent a lot of time with Ben Kennedy, uh, they went on to have pretty successful careers, especially at the Manly Seagulls. He retires in 06. Uh, what did they do? They made the grand final in 07. They lost that one. They returned in 08 and won that one. And then in 11, they win another premiership as well. And uh, I think you'll find that Ben Kennedy, I think he was invited into the sheds after those grand finals and whatnot to enjoy it because they understood the influence he had. I believe it was 2007. They actually signed him on like a $1 contract or something uh, just in case they needed him. Tough as nails, Ben Kennedy. And he laid a platform uh, for a lot of success at the Manly Seagulls. And I think outside of Manly, it's probably underappreciated. But we we, we had Michael Witt on. 
um, on the podcast last year, and he spoke about this quite a bit. He spoke about how he believes Glenn Stewart, Anthony Watmo, these sort of guys, they never would have been the same player if they hadn't had that time with Ben Kennedy and he hadn't laid the platform for them to be, to be successful. I think it was at the end of 2006 or 2007 or something, the Manly Seagulls picked their best team of 50 years, I think it was, and after just two seasons, 42 games, Ben Kennedy was actually picked in that side. And you think about that Manly Seagulls side, um, they'd won a premiership just about every, I think they'd won a premiership every decade that existed. So a very strong team. And because of his influence and what he did, they found a spot for Ben Kennedy in that side. So pretty unbelievable stuff. A very, very talented player. You have a look at his three clubs that he played for, the Canberra Raiders, 67 games. Scored 31 tries for a forward, not bad. They won 56% of those games, so a winning record. He then went to the Newcastle Knights, 86 games. Scored 29 tries there. Once again, not a bad strike rate. They won 62% of their games. And then the Manly Seagulls, where he played 42 games there. Scored 10 tries for a forward. I think that's still a pretty good knock at the back end of your career, uh, including a hat-trick one afternoon as well. He's a he's, he's a notable try scorer, BK. But at the Manly Seagulls, as much as it wasn't their greatest period, it was leading up to probably their greatest period, they still had a 52% win rate. So wherever Ben Kennedy went, he had a winning record, which I think is pretty bloody impressive. And in the state of Origin Arena, a win percentage of 76%, which is pretty Damn good. Ben Kennedy, an absolute legend of our game. I quite often think he is a guy that's a little bit underrated as time goes on because he hasn't stayed in the media and he hasn't stayed present. But if you were lucky enough to watch Ben Kennedy and watch the influence that he had on football sides, uh, he really was a special, special talent. Let's move to player number three. So player one was Ivan Cleary. Player two was Ben Kennedy. And player number three, bit of a tougher one here. We've got the top jersey is a New South Wales Blues jersey. Uh, For those that have the keen eye and understand their origin jerseys, that was, of course, the 2009 New South Wales Blues jersey. We then had a Parramatta Eels jersey below that. Uh, This is sort of the early 2010 sort of jersey. I think Nathan Hindmarsh, I remember him featuring in this jersey. And this was, of course, Parramatta, the the second team that this player played for. He spent the first half of his career playing at the St. George Illawarra Dragons. You can see that in the final picture at the bottom. Uh, And in that picture, you can see he's got the centenary jersey on for the Dragons. That's obviously season 2008. This player played a number of games for the Dragons, 128, but he left in 2009. So unfortunately, he was there for the choking of 09, but he missed out on premiership glory in 2010, which is brutal because he was also part of the 05 team that a lot of people say is the one that got away for the St. George Illawarra Dragons. And just that general period... Uh, for, for the Dragons, you know, with your Gazniers, your Coopers, your Trent Barrett, your Matty Heads, these sort of guys, a lot of Sean Timmons, a lot of very talented players in that team, and they didn't quite manage to win that premiership. Thankfully, Wayne Bennett arrived and won it in 2010. The player that played for New South Wales in 2009, played for the Dragons from 04 to 09, and then the Parramatta Eels from 10 to 12 was, of course, Justin Poor. Uh, played rep football, a very handy front row of Justin Poor. I uh, mean, to, to play 178 first grade games, pretty damn impressive. Didn't have the try scoring rate of Ben Kennedy. Only managed to score six tries in his 178 games. And funnily enough, in his debut season, he scored two tries that season and then only scored another four over the next eight years or so. Player number three was Justin Poor. Played for the New South Wales Blues, the St. George Illawarra Dragons and the Parramatta Eels. And I believe 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. He might have had a city country game in there as well. Yes, he did. Uh, Justin Poor came off the bench uh, for country. Country origin. What year is that? Country origin two thousand. And nine, a pretty handy side there too, just quietly. What about the halves? Jared Mullen, Terry Campisi for the city side. Geez, these are some real city country halves. Peter Wallace and Johnny Sutton. How bloody good. Wade McKinnon and Luke Patton at the fullbacks. Pretty damn handy there. Uh, that is our Guru's Grid number six legends. Let me know how you went. Player one was Ivan Cleary. Player two was BK, Ben Kennedy. And player three was, of course, Justin Poor. Just a reminder, two legends, we got a number of messages over the weekend. Guru's Grid will only be a weekday thing, uh, so we'll have a little spell on the weekends at the moment in December. Uh, but during the weeks, we will have one every single day, and then we will have the answers uh, the next day. Hopefully in the morning each day. We're a little bit late today, uh, but the answers will be on the Rugby League Guru podcast each day for Guru's Grid. So chuck it in your group chat, see how you go, see how many out of three you can get. Maybe uh, keep tally between your mates throughout the week. There are some really tough ones coming up so stay tuned for those but they are always good fun the guru's grid (laughs) too tired to clean your floors after playtime forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over let eufy x10 pro omni help Powerful 8,000 PA suction removes debris, and MopMaster dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease. Save time and keep your floors cleaner. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game-changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.